Memorial Health System provides compassionate, patient-centered care with some of the most advanced technology and treatment options available in healthcare today. We proudly present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. For cancer patients and their loved ones, a lot of the focus is on treatments and and outcomes and what's going to happen during those treatments, but not everybody always thinks about the quality of life before, during, or after those treatments and how it can affect the person physically, mentally. Cancer affects us as a whole. My guests to talk about oncology rehab today is Beth Schwendeman. She's the director of outpatient therapy services and Rob Mote. He's an occupational therapist and they're both with Memorial Health System. So Beth, I'd like to start with you. Tell us about cancer rehab. What is it and who is it for? Cancer rehab can be for any of our patients that have had cancer, whether it's something that they were able to catch early or late stage. Um, Taking care of our patients and getting them back to function is the heart and soul of what we do, and it includes a a diagnosis um, that can be geared towards speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, or any combination of the above to really look at what their limitations are and what's preventing them from getting back to the things that they enjoy in life. So, Rob, tell us about some of those benefits that can happen with rehab during cancer treatments or even before and after. If you know you have cancer and you're going to start treatments and you start going into rehab, Beth mentioned speech therapy and physical therapy, occupational therapy. What are some of the benefits? What are you doing for them? Uh, Well, a lot of what we do, uh, especially with occupational therapists, is just like Beth mentioned, uh, dealing with function and return to function. So uh, a patient, um, for example, who who may be um, experiencing a a really low energy level and experiencing fatigue, um, we might... um, come up with a treatment plan that, that kind of works around their their given abilities right now and maybe build up their tolerance to increase their their activity level to, to get back to doing those certain things that are important to them that they're not able to do right now because of that um, because of that low fatigue level. So it, it's it's certain things like that that we that we can do to kind of help them um, do those things that are important to them. Rob, sticking with you for a minute, when in the cancer treatment process, do you recommend that people becoming involved in therapy and fitness activities and such? When is a good time to start exploring this option? Uh, just right away. Uh, as, soon as, they, um, as soon as they feel like that they can um, participate and have, a, have an energy level that they can do some, some activity, uh, any activity is better than no activity. And and even if they are um, just getting up and doing a little bit at a time uh, each day, that's that's more of a benefit than than just not doing anything at all. So then, what activities, Beth, would they be involved in? I mean, we've heard about lymphedema and lymphedema training, you know, for many many years, but now many different cancers are involving themselves in this type of rehab and prehab. So what activities are you looking to? What are they doing? One of the things that we're really proud of with our department is that we can really offer something to every patient. So Rob is our certified lymphedema therapist. Uh, We have a wonderful multidisciplinary team of OTs, PTs, and speech therapists so that if a patient just has some issues with conditioning, then they can do things with occupational therapy and physical therapy for exercise and to gradually work on endurance. 
Our occupational therapists and physical therapists can help with lymphedema no matter what stage it's in. We've got speech therapists that can help with cognitive rehab as well as OT. So really, we want patients to know that just because they survived the cancer doesn't mean that has to be their max functional level. There's a whole world that we can open them up to to really help them get back on their feet. Um, anything from just decreased endurance to lymphedema to chemo brain, uh, any of those things, we can we can really get back to the patient and try to work with them to, to give them back as much function as possible. Rob, how long does this usually go on? Is it a program that maybe starts before treatment, goes on during treatment, and how long after treatment? Can somebody be involved in an oncology rehab program? Sure. The uh, we t- When I typically see um, patients, it's usually after they've they've gone through treatment, but I also see patients through... Uh, when they're receiving treatment, especially if it's if it's uh, chemo radiation, uh, chemo and radiation, um, so it, it's not necessarily linear in that in that respect. So um, it it really comes down to um, the oncologist that sees them, and then when they they send a referral to us, um, then we we initiate that as soon as we can. And Beth, let's talk about what it's like. For the patients. And as Rob mentioned, fatigue and all of these things that come into play when you're dealing with cancer, there's also a big mental factor that goes on. Speak about how you can help them and treat them as the whole person. And they're doing fitness activities, they're doing occupational therapy, maybe speech and language, you know, therapy. How does this treat the whole person? How can you help them with that mental part of dealing with cancer? Absolutely. There's definitely a mental component that goes with this as well. Um, It's something that's usually flipped their lives upside down, something they did not expect. One of the things that we really take pride in as well is not only do we have that multidisciplinary piece or we have PT, OT, and speech along with driver's rehab, but we also work really closely together and treat the patient as a whole and that we get to spend patient time one-on-one. So we don't group our patients together. Um, Whenever someone comes in for an initial evaluation, we'll sit down with them one-on-one for 45 minutes to an hour and really get to know them as a person, who they were before their diagnosis and what their hobbies are. And we want to be able to treat them holistically so that they understand what their role is and what we can help them with. And this does not have to be something that labels them for life. We want to be able to get to the root of what are you struggling with here's what I can offer to help you. And we really spend that one-on-one time with the patient to to help them reach their goals. And we want the goals to be based around what they want out of life, not necessarily what it says in a textbook they should be able to do, but really drill down to what's the root of who you are as a person and how can we help you get back to that. Certainly true. And, And it's such an important part of that entire treatment plan to look to fitness and to occupational and physical therapy. These are so important for cancer patients. Rob, tell us, give us a story about a patient where you've seen a remarkable difference or where you've seen it really help somebody get through this type of treatment. Absolutely. I'll go back to a patient that that we've dealt with who was um, suffering from, or not suffering from, but she had recovered from breast cancer and her just, her overall uh, energy level had just not been optimal where she felt like it should be. Um, But she was, she was a very active person, a very artistic person, and she really enjoyed uh, being around others, and she just had kind of limited herself to uh, her home environment. 
Uh, we brought her in, and uh, we would work with her on building up her activity tolerance. We would take her to the pool, and we would do aquatic therapy with her to to, to help establish a nice baseline level for her to um, really build her tolerance while she was uh, out of the water and and maneuvering out in the community. Uh, she had we had worked on developing. Um, she had also had difficulties with. Um, trying new foods and eating because her she just had no appetite. And uh, we really worked with um, trying to establish a plan for her to develop trying new new foods and, and different types of foods uh, and trying trying different things to, to add to the food to, to spice it up because she couldn't taste anything. Um, things like that, just working on... Um, uh, getting her out into the community, um, we would do gardening activities to to also help build up that activity tolerance, but get into things that she enjoyed. We would paint because uh, because she was very artistic. We would we would get out and we would we would paint. So she we were also not only working on endurance, but we were doing things that were meaningful to her. Isn't that really what it's all about? Beth, how does somebody access the Memorial Health System's Cancer Rehabilitation Program? How do they get involved? So the first thing they want to do is talk to their physician, let them know that they're interested in coming to outpatient therapy. Um, Our main campus is in the Frontier Shopping Center and behind Giant Eagle in the Shopping Center. That's where we have PT, OT, speech, and driver's rehab. And then we also have a clinic in Belpre that offers, offers physical therapy um, with the plan to eventually add occupational therapy there as well. So their, their physician will just send them a referral form for outpatient therapy services, and they can send that and write um, oncology rehab on it or anything specific they want us to address, and then fax it to um, our Frontier office, and they'll be glad to call them and get them scheduled. So, Rob, first last word to you. What would you like the listeners to take from this episode as an occupational therapist dealing with cancer patients every day? What would you like them to know about the importance of oncology rehab to go along with whatever treatment that they've got going? I think the biggest takeaway uh, for your listeners is is to know that um, they're not alone and that, that something can be done. To, to help them, um, to help them in their recovery, um, and whatever that that is that is specific and important to them, that that they are not alone in that journey, and that there is something available to them, no matter what um, that concern may be for that for that particular person. Certainly is true, and that really is what it's all about, Beth. Last word, what would you like them to know about the services that you offer at Memorial Health System and why it's so important that they seek out this type of help if they've been diagnosed with cancer? I agree with Rob wholeheartedly. I think that the thing that I would want our listeners to know is that, like Rob said, they're not alone, that that we know that it's hard for them as well as their family members because it's not something they expected in life. And we really want to be that support system for them. We want to help drill down to where are you at in this process and here's what we can do to help you and know that whatever their current functional level is doesn't have to be permanent. So I think that's the biggest thing is, is to let them know that there are resources available and there are resources to address a lot of things that they may not think that therapy can address. Um, but we really treat the patient as a whole and look at them as a person and not a diagnosis and that we're here to help. 
What a great summary. Beth, thank you so much. Rob, thank you so much for joining us today and telling us about this very special program that you're both involved in at Memorial Health System because it's really important for cancer patients and their families to hear that there are options out there to help get them back involved in the community and back to feeling like maybe they used to feel before their diagnosis. So thank you so much again. You're listening to Memorial Health Radio with Memorial Health System. For more information, please visit mhsystem.org. That's mhsystem.org. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.